Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of helping others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me feature amazing souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own unique way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I have hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together, we can all make a difference, and it begins with love. Love from the Hip. Romanian writer and philosopher Emil Chiron said, There is not another animal in the entire creation that wants to sleep, yet cannot. Chiron knew insomnia too well. Some say he had not slept in half a century. Chiron was labeled a philosopher of despair. He wrote many books which, which were deemed pessimistic, dark, and depressing. Many blame his cynicism, especially on the topic of insomnia, on his sleepless nights. Chiron was first plagued with insomnia at around age 19 and called it the grandest tragedy. He described insomnia as selfish, wanting to be front and center and dragging the physical body along with it. Whereas other philosophers at the time described insomnia as the ideal state of mind for selfless philosophic reflection. Chiron could not agree less. He said that the insomniac is bound to think of insomnia and that it can go quickly from thought to obsession much like going from doubt to cruel masochism. And worse, the person troubled with insomnia later identifies with it. As Chiron said, the tyrant lies awake. That is what defines him. Chiron also believed insomnia to be a heroic act because with sleep, one could forget the problems of the day and begin anew the next. He felt life was only possible through forgetfulness. Convinced that insomnia forced one to experience lucidity and consciousness without any interruption, it was for the strong and vigilant. Chiron himself entered into a conflict into the world with humanity that sleeps. Chiron concluded that because everyone else exists in unconsciousness, insomniacs can no longer consider themselves human. This gives them a demented pride. Their destiny becomes individualized, separate, and superior. Chiron could see this in regards to Hitler, who was also an insomniac and believed his insomnia bred megalomania. The courage of an insomniac, Chiron believed to be fueled by this idea of a separate and elitist de destiny. Chiron praised insomnia and claimed it was what led him to give up his faith in philosophy. He found insomnia to be a comfort in the dark and a system which breaks all cer certitude where philosophy cannot. Others in history have also praised insomnia, associating it with great minds like that of Edison, Newton, Napoleon, and Churchill. Today, medical experts have squashed the theory that this is only a symptom of the highly intelligent. Nowadays, insomnia has become everybody's business, literally. Everybody seems to want a piece of the pie. Sleep has gone from being a deeply personal experience to a physiological process. It is medical and marketable. We have lost touch with the spiritual aspect of sleep. Maybe it's cynics like Chiron who are to blame by claiming we are more centered in our consciousness awake therefore relegating sleep to a subservient position. But during sleep, our conscious mind goes dormant while our subconscious mind stays awake. And it is our subconscious mind that takes up about 90% of our brain capacity and runs pretty much everything in your life. So maybe Chiron is right and that we are in a sense reborn every day, but he seems to be leaving out that we are also much closer to ourselves after sleep. Chiron fell in, in love with insomnia and in doing so became so distant from himself and humanity that ironically, he died from Alzheimer's in 1995. So how do we fall in love with sleep again? How do we recreate the intimate connection with ourselves again? How do we sleep? Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing sleep coach and founder of Dormy's Glasses, Derek Lacey. He will be sharing the do's and the don'ts for sleep, as well as explaining the science of it. And later, we will be opening up the phone line so that if you are struggling with insomnia or have a question about sleep, Derek can assist you. So stick around after this quick break. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, 
pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today, I have the pleasure of having sleep coach and founder of Dormy's Glasses, Derek Lacey, on my show. And he is coming to us via Skype in Laredo, Texas. Hey there, Derek. Hi, Sakura. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. I feel like this is perfect timing with, you know, daylight savings and all. Right? Yeah, I, I love I love this time of year as much as I dislike the next phase in, in the time change. Yeah. So, yeah, this is pretty interesting. So when was your first experience with insomnia? It goes all the way back to when I was three years old, and I, I experienced sleepless afternoons when I was in in kindergarten and that I just I think of that as my first experience with insomnia even though it didn't happen at night because that was my first time feeling resistance that I remember Mm -hmm. and and I remember that continuing on pretty consistently throughout my throughout my childhood but it it was a on a regular basis that it would take me a very long time to fall asleep. But, you know, at the time, of course, I, I didn't realize I had either a problem or what was the beginning of, of a major problem. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't something that really came up for me until I started overcoming my insomnia as an adult and then really looking back at, at some of those behaviors and patterns that took place when I was a child. Okay. So that was my next question is, how did you end up becoming a sleep coach? Well, my, I sort of, you know, everything I pursued in life was just led to this perfect storm for insomnia. And in 2000, I moved to Los Angeles to pursue a music career. And then in the process of doing that, I, to supplement my income, I started working in the restaurant industry and before you know knew it, I was I was upside down. I was living a, a reverse life in you know go, going opposite from the sun and, and the earth. Hmm. And so this went on for years, and I got to a place about four years ago where I needed to make a change, and I wasn't happy with what I was doing, and I needed to do something different. And I started exploring how I could go back to school or get educated on something. And I, I found uh, an online institution called the Health Coach Institute, and I thought this sounds kind of up my alley. I could learn, learn a little bit about health, how to help people transform their health. And at the time, I, I saw no possibility of sleeping better. It just, it just seemed like something I could align with. And in the process, of, of being trained as a coach in the process of learning a little bit more about what it means to to change habits and also what it means to change beliefs. I started sleeping better, and it, before I knew it, it was just, it kind of came over me really, really heavy. I, I decided that I, I was going to help people sleep better. Oh, wow. So you found your niche in, in, as a life coach by overcoming yeah. your insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. And that that's you know, it's kind of the way it works a lot with, with coaching, right? You you find the thing that was your biggest obstacle mm-hmm. and and it, it brings out it brings out the best in you and the most insight and then people relate to that and it inspires them to do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So what was the main reason for why you were not sleeping? You you know the the main reason, I'll tell you the main, I'll tell you the things that help the most and see if that answers the question because I, I, I don't like trying to answer that question. Okay. It, 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 uh, I mean, I, I don't mind doing it, but you start pointing to things and that's when I help people, I try to give them away from finding the reason 
because that it kind of shifts our focus. Uh-huh. It's, it's not really healthy for for overcoming insomnia. But but I the thing that helped me the most was was getting back into circadian rhythm. And one of the first things that I did, you know, being a, a late night person, I I would eat very late. I would start my days very late with low energy. And so, like the the first thing that that really made an impact was changing the way I ate at night. Mm, okay. Which which was really shocking because, you know, I'll, we'll probably talk about this later. But that is, as an insomniac, you you've kind of given up on everything. And the simpler something sounds, the less space that you put in that thing. But um, you know, we tend to want to create massive change with one behavior. Right. But but doing changing my eating habits without the intent of them fixing my sleep gave it a, a more indirect approach. Hmm. There wasn't this anticipation that something should happen. And before I knew it, I could I could, you know, gather those results and and look at my sleep having, you know, improved as a sign that, hey, something's possible here. I could I could actually continue. I, I started to get that belief. Okay. So you were able to change something and that gave you hope. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Were you identifying yourself as an insomniac at the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. I started doing that in, in 2000, shortly after I, I moved to Los Angeles. That's when I started experiencing sleepless nights. And that's when sleep started defining all of my behaviors and all of my decisions. Mm. So I would, you know, I, I went through this one period where actually this happened quite a bit, but the first few times I would, I would go three days in a row without sleeping at all. Wow. And yeah. And that's when I just started, you know, like printing t-shirts that said, I'm an insomniac, like, <laughs> not, Gosh. not literally, but. You know, it's like that. It really became my story. It really freaked me out. Yeah. And it, it felt like I had, like I was the only one with this particular disease. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it really identified me. Yeah, that was my other question. Did you feel alone? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So how would absolutely. you define insomnia? I I define it, you know, the, um, the traditional definition is an inability to sleep consistently over a period of time, chronically, like a couple of months or so. I think they define it that way. But the way I see insomnia is is it's something that is holding you back in life. It's something that that affects all the decisions that you make. Everything, everything that that you do and say and think, right, is is influenced by a fear of not sleeping and the results of, of not sleeping. So it's, uh, insomnia is, is being attached to not sleeping. Mm. Okay. And like Emil Tehran said, it's an obsession. It becomes an obsession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, you were alluding to bragging rights and that had a little bit of a different connotation. Like I don't need to sleep in order to do this. Right. But but it you start bragging about how little you sleep, about how hard it is. And that's where, you know, that that's where the the behavior sort of just like gets tattooed. Uh, so yeah. it's it's excused really is what it is. It's excused, yeah. yeah that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Derek, we're gonna have to take a quick break. But remember if you have a question about sleep feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527 so Derek can assist you after this quick break. Experience, one word that can mean so much, especially when it comes to working with a realtor to buy or sell a home. The only thing better would be to have an experienced team guiding you through the process. Hi, I'm Beth Phillips-York. And I'm Ray York. Together, we own the York Team, part of Keller Williams Real Estate. We are here to help you with your next property transaction. I have over 14 years of experience selling local residential real estate, investment properties, and homes just like yours. I'm also known as the Ghost Broker. Over the years, I've managed several residual 
Energies at the properties we've represented or sold to clients. So if you need that service, I can help you as well. For my part, I have worked many years in new construction, land development, and with builders. Combined, Beth and I make for a powerful team on your side. So put our wealth of experience to work for you. Selling a home? Get a free property evaluation and market analysis with the York Team Real Estate. Buying a home? Let the York Team Real Estate exclusively represent you and your interests. Log on to yorkteamrealestate.com. That's yorkteamrealestate.com. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. U-R-A, skinandmind.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget this show airs right here on KKNW every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. Today I have the pleasure of having sleep coach and founder of Dormy's Glasses, Derek Lacey, on my show. And remember, if you are having issues sleeping, feel free to call and ask Derek for some free advice. 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Derek, before the break, you were defining insomnia. So would you say then it's it's a learned behavior? Absolutely. Insomnia is a learned behavior. And, you know, we, we learn it before we understand what learning is, right? Like most of our, our, our learning takes place when our conscious mind is off-duty. So, um, it, it's a learned behavior, and it takes a really long time to learn it. And, and therefore, you know, it's also something we should take our time with unlearning mm-hmm. and, and learning uh, the replacement behavior. Okay. So what changed our relationship with sleep? Hmm. The, the big one, I guess the obvious answer, right, is, is technology. Okay. And the extension of of the day, the extension of of light that that we're exposed to, mm-hmm. and you know, and everything just moves so much faster. And and then the the next thing, you know, sleep is not something that we used to have to worry about, right? Right. Like it's it, going back. I mean, I'm assuming that if you go back a thousand years, that people didn't really experience insomnia at least not at the, at the rate they do today but because of these other factors that have sped up life made it brighter we now have to pay attention to the fact that we're not sleeping and we start we start pointing at the reasons and now it's becoming more of an emotional problem as well you know as a, as a physical problem so it's it's just um uh, you know, it's such a mysterious thing. It's really, it's really hard to point at the number one factor for an individual. But as a society, it's, you know, it's definitely light. It's definitely light, and then our reaction yeah. to the sleep that we're not getting, and to being too stimulated by outside factors, right? Absolutely, yeah. Because it, it's not just the light, but but what we're doing while we're looking at the light. Mm-hmm. You know, the context of our conversations or the the subject matter of our observations and in the 
you know, working late into the night. It's, it's not just being in front of light or technology, blue light, but, but really who we're being while we're in front of the light. Okay. Would you say also maybe how we process emotions too can affect that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that shifts our that that shifts our circadian rhythm as well. You know, we release more cortisol, and when we release cortisol, we release less melatonin, and so it's it's a you know it's a relative um, process. Yeah. So, in your experience, what interferes with sleep the most? Well. With, with your clients that you've seen. Yeah, my client, yeah, exactly. Um, with, with, with clients, the, the thing that interferes with sleep is their lack of belief in their ability to sleep. Their lack of belief. Lack of belief, okay. yeah. Yeah, so, so most people will, will come to me and express that they've tried everything they're not really sure what to do. They're not really sure that they'll ever be able to figure it out. Like there's just no faith in the concept of them being able to sleep. And, and that's, that's the number one thing. Like if somebody's listening and they haven't found me, like they're probably, you know, just shaking their head in, in agreement with that. Like, yes, that's how I feel. Uh-huh. Right. Like that, that is the line between somebody who doesn't sleep well and then somebody who identifies as an insomniac. Okay. And you, do you think that this then develops from the insomnia, insomnia being there so long? Uh, what was the question again? I'm sorry. The lack of belief. Oh, yeah, just from the insomnia being there so long and, and you know, us reliving those stories. We, you have a lot of evidence, right? Like you could point to a lot of reasons why, why you are an insomniac and why you shouldn't believe that sleep is possible for you. So it, we create... There's like a, a language feedback loop, and you know something happens to us. We report on that event using language, and then that language sort of turns around and dictates the behaviors that follow it, right? So it we get caught in this spiral. Yeah, it's cyclical. So yeah. So what do you say to someone that doesn't believe they can sleep? Uh, I ask them. I ask them to tell me why. I ask them to tell me why. And and then I, I ask them to tell me about the last time that they slept. Mm-hmm. And and that's where that's where there's a, a huge gap. So I I use one of the the tools that I use to help people with with insomnia is something called sleep confidence. And, and so the the whole idea, the way I see insomnia is that there is a gap between what a person is experiencing mm-hmm. and then what they're capable of experiencing. Okay. Right. And any, anybody who, who is seeking help with insomnia, there's some part of them that believes that they can't sleep or else they, they wouldn't do anything about it. Right. And so all we have to do to help them is close that gap. Okay. So by and sharing their last time they actually were able to sleep, that's showing them that it's possible. It's showing them, yes, that it's possible. And, and so we, it's something to build on. And so the, the tool is, is this thing called sleep confidence that is, it, it's really powerful because somebody who uh, identifies as, as an insomniac usually does not pay much attention to the sleep that they're getting. Okay. Right? They're, they're only thinking about the sleep that they haven't uh, been getting. And so I, I get into a practice with, with people of constantly interrogating them about the sleep that, that went well. Right. Or just the sleep that's in place. Like, right. like, tell me about the sleep that's in place. And in 90 percent of the time, they begin the answer with, uh, well, uh, I really struggled this one night or I didn't. You know, I was up for took me four hours to fall asleep. And then I then I slept for two hours. Right. It, it, uh, they have a difficult time walking straight to the sleep that they did get. Hmm. Okay. And, and yeah. So what. All that indicates is that that's what they're thinking about all the time right. is the sleep that they're, that they're not getting. So that is a very, you know, that is the most important thing that, that could take place in a, in a coaching relationship is helping them build that awareness of, yeah. of, of the sleep that they're getting. Because what happens, and this is this part, I, you know, I think it's really powerful, 
is that we become better sleepers without needing our sleep to improve. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, when when somebody is trying to fix something, they're trying to fix, let's say, we'll, we'll call it a skill set. Right. They're trying to fix their sleep, something that to them has been broken maybe 10, 20 years all their life. And they're trying to fix it by doing the thing that they've been bad at for so many years. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Um, um, so it, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. And I, but, but I get, I totally get how that makes sense to marketers right. and, and, and to uh, people who are struggling with uh-huh. sleep. Yeah. Um, but but it, it's somebody who really struggled like, at an extreme level. And overcame it. Looking back, it's like that—that was a thing, not only that helped the most, but that you don't have the lens to see unless you actually step through the problem Mm -hmm. and and step through the answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So just you know, building, we can become more confident sleepers, and it's it's a—it's more of a subconscious confidence, right? And then marry that with an eventual improvement with uh with the results that we're getting and then now you have the perfect storm for improving sleep okay well that's a fantastic approach well hey derek let's take a caller we've got mary from illinois on the line mary are you there hi yeah hi thanks for calling in hi mary hi thanks for having me yeah what's your question for derek I have been struggling with insomnia ever since I was about in seventh grade, and I'm 26 now. I'm a middle school teacher, um, and I've tried the different techniques of taking melatonin or getting a weighted blanket or blackout curtain, and nothing seems to be helping me fall asleep, but I'm pretty okay at staying asleep. And I wanted to know if you had any tips of um, something else I could maybe try to help. Absolutely. And Mary, you said you've you've struggled with falling asleep since seventh grade around that time. Yes, when it okay. started, it was kind of um, I could fall asleep easily, but not stay asleep. And then about in high school, it switched over to I couldn't fall asleep, but I could stay asleep. Right. So one thing that you could that you could have a little fun with is is this. Um, you know, I heard Sakura in the intro, you heard her talking about the subconscious mind being responsible for 90% of our behaviors. Um, you know, when I hear people talk about uh, a behavior like a struggle to fall asleep, uh, a result, dating back, remembering when it started, that is, that is a great opportunity to check in with your subconscious and either have a conversation with your subconscious when you're falling asleep. And then extend that conversation based on the results of that conversation. So I'll explain what that means. But uh, whenever we are having a tough time falling asleep, there's just a disconnect between our conscious mind that really wants to sleep and then our subconscious mind that, for whatever reason, is deciding that it's not a good time, (laughs) that that there's a reason that we should stay awake. And so we want to just build rapport. That's That's what falling asleep is, is kind of building rapport with our subconscious and and so this when i work with clients um there's this idea that we have to like fix these problems these these major emotional underlying issues from like seventh grade let's say but what i've found is that sometimes they don't need to be resolved for us to sleep better but they can just be addressed and we don't even know how we don't have to know what the actual problem is we just need to uh, pinpoint that maybe there's a part of us that's not ready to go to sleep, and maybe it goes back to being uh, to some event in seventh grade or some uh, belief that the uh, seventh grade version of us had at the time that isn't true anymore. So that's uh-huh. something to to experiment with, and the way you do it is is really just you connect to to the to the areas where that subconscious energy can can be channeled the most in our core and our heart and just put your hands over those those parts of of your body and ask ask your subconscious ask your your higher level of consciousness that controls both of those to lead you 
to some type of, of awareness of, of what you could say to your subconscious in order to release a little bit or of what kind of action you could take in that moment to relax. Does that make sense, Mary? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe some hypnotherapy, too. And absolutely. And, and that's what, yeah, because that's what hypnotherapy, right, you can speak to that a little bit more. But um, I know one of the principles in hypnotherapy is, is basically building this rapport between the subconscious and conscious mind, but understanding that the, con- that the subconscious mind, even though it acts, you know, like a daredevil or sometimes it seems like it doesn't have our best interest. Mm-hmm. It's really trying to do good for us, yeah. right? Yeah. If it's a good by us. And so it's paying attention to what that, you know, three to five to 10% of, of the, of the mind, the conscious mind is saying and doing. It's just, it's, it's listening and we can tell it what to do. And that's, you know, right there. That's how you can use hypnotherapy um, and and the the concept of creating results using your language that's how you can do that to accomplish anything. Wow, that's great. Well, so does does that help you, Mary? Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Well, hey, Derek, we're going to have to take another quick break. But remember, if okay. you have a question for Derek about sleep, feel free to call one eight eight two nine eight KKNW or four two five three seven three five five two seven after this quick break. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about the harmful effects of blue light on the skin. First off, let it be known that blue light interferes with our beauty sleep. It disrupts our natural circadian rhythm by affecting the hormone that makes us sleep, melatonin. Aside from sleep, it also has been found to disrupt the natural circadian rhythm of skin cells. It tricks the skin cells into thinking it is daytime, and as a result, it throws off the nighttime repair process. With the increasing use of smartphones, the average person is exposed to more blue light exposure than from the sun alone. Blue light can penetrate deeper in the skin than UVA or UVB light, right to where our collagen and elastin live. It induces oxidative stress and causes premature aging. Aside from wrinkling and sagging, blue light can also cause pigmentation under and under eye circles. The only upside to blue light is that it can be an effective treatment for acne sufferers. Some dermatologists and estheticians recommend small bursts of it, but it's hard to say if it is that much better than active ingredients used for acne like azelaic acid, vitamin A, or salicylic for that matter. And with the risks of premature aging, it might be better to set blue light therapy aside. There are ways to help manage the amount of blue light you're receiving from your devices and or computers. Aside from purchasing blue light shields to cover your screens and blue light reducing software, you can also purchase blue light blocking glasses. I recommend those from Dormies. Some smartphones have attempted to reduce the amount of blue light they emit, like the iPhone, which has a night shift mode. However, the result isn't a technical reduction in blue light, but rather a filtered amber version. Of course, the cheapest and best prevention is to limit your time on screens, especially at bedtime. But that isn't always the easiest thing to do. Essentially, your smartphone is not only taking up more of your time, but it also is aging you in the process. The return of the flip phone may be your saving grace. In the meantime, though, if you would like to learn more about blue light glasses, visit dormis.io. That's D-O-R-M-I-S dot I-O. And punch in from the hip for 15% off. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. 
Coming up March 25th on Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair, Seattle author Elise Hooper joins us with a peek into the life of photographer Dorothea Lang, the woman who captured the real America. We'll also hear from international best-selling author Steve Barry, who always reveals little-known facts about history and thrillers. Tune in Monday at noon Pacific time and Fridays at 6 a.m. Catch up on more than 600 podcasts at conversationslive.net. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. Let me know how I'm doing. Today, I have the pleasure of having sleep coach and founder of Dormy's Glasses, Derek Lacey, on my show. And remember, if you are having issues sleeping, feel free to call and ask Derek for some advice 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, uh, Derek, before the break, Mary had brought up a good point about taking melatonin, which a lot of us do and try. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the crutches. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, The things that earlier I talked about, sleep confidence, which is, is it's an internal understanding that you can sleep, that you will sleep, and that sleep will be perfect for what you have to do that next day. And, and so anytime we use something, and there's a fine line between what's a crutch and what is just like a necessary precondition, like Mary talked about the, the, uh, the curtains, the blackout curtains, mm-hmm. right? Um, some people use noise machines, and, and we do certain things to get into the groove for sleep. But, but then we turn to other things that maybe are just a reflection of a low level of sleep confidence, right? Like, I, I got to do this thing because, because I'm not really sure. I don't really believe that this could happen. Mm. So that's a really important thing. Again, people, people struggling with insomnia, you know, get, I know it's a, it's a kind of a, I mean, you've never had the concept maybe before, but start to look at, at those places where is something a crutch or is something uh, a necessary precondition. Okay. But, but melatonin is, is its own separate topic. And that's because it's, we can only make melatonin or we can only have melatonin made inside of us with sunlight. And so when we start using melatonin to fall asleep, it's, it's not only a, a low sleep confidence crutch, but it's, it's not something that the body recognizes. And then we don't really end up experiencing pineal sleep. Mm. And, and so that's, that's a real important one to, to, um, you know, two things are happening, right? You're, you're using a crutch and you're also, uh, outsourcing melatonin, which means you're not making it yourself. And really that's all that sleep is. Mm-hmm. is melatonin being released into the bloodstream by the pineal gland. That's where all the healing that is that could take place takes place. So that's an important one. You know, do some, uh, since we don't have all day to talk about it, <laughs> I encourage everybody to, to Google melatonin and uh, endogenous melatonin. That's probably the best best way to do it actually there's a there's a an awesome doctor the leading uh, voice in in um really blue lights and and everything circadian rhythm mm-hmm. dr jack cruz uh google his name google melatonin learn everything that you need to know about melatonin why it's important to make your own and not uh, okay. take a pill now essentially though it does it keep us from making our own melatonin it does yeah it does it, it um yeah it absolutely does Okay. And it, it um, we we can talk about that in a second. I, I you know, the the idea of of reaching for something or um, uh, using using a crutch, though, um, that you heard you heard Mary say something to the effect of, "I've tried all these things," mm-hmm. right? So that's the other important thing, uh, a real important emotional factor for uh, knowing if you're using a crutch or if you're using something that's a precondition for sleep. But when, when it, the more you try, there, there comes a certain point 
where the more you try something, the uh, less likely it is to work. Okay. Right. right? Yeah, um, yeah. And so what we've got to do is go back. He's got to go back to the basics, like with me, when I was, uh, when I first started sleeping a little bit better, it's like going back to the basics of, of how the earth moves in relation to the sun. Hmm. Okay. And also you had told Mary to basically go back to the first time that you experienced this problem. Correct? Yeah. 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 That could, that could, um, that could be helpful. You yeah. know, that could be helpful when, when there's a, a, a older version of us showing up at the wrong time. Okay. So you see, there's always, you know, there's like a physical and an emotional approach, mm-hmm. right? And um, that's the, the important thing because the, the more you get back to the basics, the less emotional weightlifting that you've got to do. Mm. Okay. People get confused, right? Like I have, I, I, I have this problem. I have this problem. There's something wrong with my head, with my body. There's a problem somewhere. And they, um, they're, they're basically putting too much energy in one place. We just need to balance that out a little bit and, and reduce that gap from both sides. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. So in order, I think, for us also to better understand insomnia, maybe we can touch on the science of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so an important thing to know about sleep is that it's a 24-hour process. And sleep isn't about falling asleep. It's, it's about waking up. And it's, it's something that, that is built inside of us when we are exposed to light sunlight in particular mm-hmm. but uh, when we when we see sunlight when we when our eyes are exposed to sunlight sunlight interacts with an amino acid in the eye called tryptophan this makes melatonin so the pineal gland is, isn't really making melatonin but the the retina is and then that melatonin is sent through the retinal pathway into the pineal gland through the through the brain into the pineal gland, and then upon the cue of darkness, melatonin is released into the body. Mm. And that is that is sleep in a nutshell. Okay. And that's what has to take place for sleep to happen. And what I've what I've found out is that very very few people understand that process. Mm-hmm. And the the less we understand about why something happens or how to do something, how to create more of something, the harder it is for us to be in alignment with, with taking, you know, uh, action uh, on, on fixing it or improving it or whatever. So uh, that's the important thing is, is, is that melatonin is made in the eye and then it's released by the pineal gland mm-hmm. when, when the sun goes down. Okay. And so this is why it's so important to block blue light. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, So we're going to have to take a quick break, Derek. But remember, if you have a question about sleep, feel free to call 1-88-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. Experience. One word that can mean so much, especially when it comes to working with a realtor to buy or sell a home. The only thing better would be to have an experienced team guiding you through the process. Hi, I'm Beth Phillips-York. And I'm Ray York. Together, we own the York Team, part of Keller Williams Real Estate. We are here to help you with your next property transaction. I have over 14 years of experience selling local, residential real estate, investment properties, and homes just like yours. I'm also known as the Ghost Broker. Over the years, I've managed several residual energies at the properties we've represented or sold to clients. So if you need that service, I can help you as well. For my part, I have worked many years in new construction, land development, and with builders. Combined, Beth and I make for a powerful team on your side. So put our wealth of experience to work for you. Selling a home? Get a free property evaluation and market analysis with the York Team Real Estate. Buying a home? Let the York Team Real Estate exclusively represent you and your interests. Log on to yorkteamrealestate.com. That's yorkteamrealestate.com. Taking care of your skin's largest organ can be difficult, but not for a Stara Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. 
This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at asteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425 754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Left from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today, I have the pleasure of having sleep coach and founder of Dormy's Glasses, Derek Lacey, on my show. So Derek, before the break, you were talking about how important it is to block blue light. So can you quickly tell my listeners about your blue light glasses? Absolutely. So I, I started making blue light blocking glasses when I when I really started to understand how light affects sleep. And we talked about melatonin being released from the pineal gland upon darkness. But what's happened now is that darkness has been the the onset of darkness has been extended because of artificial light. And what happens is that the brain sees this artificial light and it sees it through these receptors in our eyes called melanopsin receptors. So we see blue light coming in, and there's a, a signal that's sent to our brain, to our suprachiasmatic nucleus, which then communicates with our pituitary gland that says, hey, everybody in the body, in the circadian system, it's daytime. Mm-hmm. So let's do what we're supposed to do in daytime. Let's release cortisol. Let's stop releasing melatonin. And, and this is you know, on a physiological level, there is nothing that uh, moves the needle or that prevent, interferes with sleep more mm. than, than blue light. So for people in Seattle where <laughs> you host your show, this is really important because you don't see a lot of sunlight. Yes, we know. <laughs> yeah. And, and remember sleep. Except today, I will say. Sorry. <laughs> it, and I, I take credit for that. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to Seattle like 20 times and it never rains on there. So <laughs> well, there <laughs> you go. Texas. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, you know, if you're in a place where you don't get a lot of sunlight and, and sleep is actually made by sunlight, it's just more important to block the artificial sunlight that's coming into your eyes and, and also going you know into your skin because mm-hmm. we have these receptors, melanopsin receptors everywhere. So uh, it's really important to do that. It's, it's a top-down um, uh, model. Our, our brain is our, our most important clock. Our suprachiasmatic nucleus controls every single uh, health factor, every mm-hmm. process, every biological process in the body. So it needs to be the fastest running clock. Blue light will slow down that clock. And now you have you know, inmates running the asylum. So okay. that's super, super important. Okay. So where can my listeners find, find your glasses? You can go to dormies.io. That's, that's dormis, it's Latin for uh-huh. sleep. Yep. And, yeah, and then I've, I've also created a special discount code for your listeners. Wonderful. They can, they can type in love from the hip. That's with a Y. Yes. Well, thank <laughs> and, you. And, uh, yeah, get 15% off. That's awesome. Thank you. So briefly, can you tell us a checklist for someone that is struggling with insomnia? Yes. Yes. Uh, no matter what, you have to get your circadian rhythm right. That's 
that's blocking blue light, that's getting uh, as much natural sunlight as possible. Uh, a good little hack in Seattle is to go get infrared therapy. Look mm-hmm. that up. That, that's uh, a must. Everybody in Seattle should do that. <laughs> and then um, getting your food right, which, which means eating it correctly for the season and also eating correctly for the time of day. That's really important. Um, and then the, the next thing is, is sleep confidence that I talked about. You could, if you want to learn a little bit more about that, you go to my site, DerekLaceyCoaching.com. But this is something that is really important for insomnia. Start paying attention to the language that you're using and start paying attention to how you talk about your sleep and start paying attention to the sleep that you're getting. So maybe start a little bit of a journal mm-hmm. where uh, you could you could report to yourself on the sleep that you are getting and then realize that you're probably sleeping a little bit more than you realize. This will increase your sleep confidence. Um, and then the last thing is to find a concept for falling asleep that makes more sense than the current concept that you are using. Okay. I am... I'm, uh, uh, there's a workshop that I, I'll be teaching soon called The Art of Falling Asleep, and this is what the focus of this is. But what happens is that most people don't understand how sleep happens, so they start using unaligned concepts to fall asleep, right? So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll think that they have to let go or shut off the brain or do these things that are incompatible with what's actually happening when you sleep. Okay. And, right. and so we need a really focused on what is the concept that you are using? What is the mechanism that you are using to fall asleep? And then maybe um, kind of shift that concept to make more sense with sleep. And then also develop a subconcept, which is your own kind of personal gate, the, the walkway that you go through so that you can get some sleep, right? What are some of the emotional reasons why you can sleep? Okay. Um, well, yeah, that's great. That, you know, if that doesn't make sense, again, shoot me a message from my yeah. site or something, and I can make more sense. Could you that. repeat also how my listeners can contact you? Yes, yes, it's Derek Lacy, D E R E K L A C C Y Coaching dot com. All right. Well, thanks again for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thanks to Eric, my outstanding producer, and thank you to the listener. You can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as my podcast on Podcast One, Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And if you really love the show and are interested in advertising your business on it, or if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love From The Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.